On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the new game from Lab Zero, Indivisible. Find out what we think of their newest title. Also, we talk about the Blizzard Hearthstone controversy, and we talk in detail about the newly announced and official PlayStation 5. What do we think of it? What are we excited about? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And well, I, I was getting ready to introduce Joe, but unfortunately, it's another week and we don't have Joe with us. Uh, it is a windy... It's a Santa Ana wind time in California. I hate it. It is windy, it is dry, and uh, that's why Joe's not here, because the wind blew him away. Yeah. Not really, but um, Joe, Joe couldn't make it. We couldn't... We can do anything with them. He had shit to do. Yeah. So, you know, we're a team here. We support each other. And we're like, hey, you know what? We got that. Me and Bethel got this for a second week in a row. You know, and Joe's, Joe listened to last week's podcast, Bethel, which is it's strange. It is very strange to know that Joe listened to the show. And he said, I feel bad for letting the fans down. And I'm like, you don't feel that bad. <laughs> You're like, we don't have fans. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the two people who listen are are okay with it. <laughs> but as Beto said last week, the show must go on. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna get on it. As always, Beto. What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool. Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. I didn't really play much this week. I I did start playing uh the season that i play with joe on, on madden oh, okay so you guys is was it the same because it's you joe and who else does it me joe his friend dave and like two other dudes oh okay so is this more than last year or did you get more people together or is it the same no, it's the same oh, okay but uh, i just played my game it was just a preseason game so it's not really it doesn't count for the season mm-hmm. but damn dude I'm, I'm like back to playing really shitty again Really? Yeah, because I just, I don't know, I just, I, I don't know, I just not, I, I, I'm still trying to get the hang of it, because it's, it's, it's slightly different than last year. It's surprisingly, like, you know how we, like, everybody's complains the same fucking game every year. Yeah. It's, there's some differences on there, like, a little more, more, like, control-wise, it's, it's, it's a little different, more, you can control the players a little bit better, like, their movements. Okay. But, uh, yeah, just get, trying to get used to it, I'm... I, I'm not a big fan of the playbook that I have, so I need to change the playbook to something that'll fit my team and something that I like. Because mm-hmm. that's what I did with the last the last uh, last game. I changed the playbook because I didn't like the, the playbook that my team had. So I just need to look for one, really. And then then uh, once I find one, then I'll, that's when I'll uh, I'll get more comfortable with it. Because okay. I don't, I don't want to get used to the playbook that I have because then I'm going to 
I, I'm, I'm gonna have to relearn some other playbook. And this playbook I really don't like. It's it's, it's very limited. Some of the plays that I have. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, man, that's just that. Uh, I didn't even play the show this week at all. What? Yeah. Is this the first week you've not played the show at all? Probably. I haven't Holy played it. shit. Is it because it went free for all PlayStation Plus subscribers mm-hmm. and you're just like, you know what? Now I got noobs on here. Fuck that. No, it's actually the perfect time for me to play because I can beat the fuck out of people. Oh. <laughs> like some, some people that are, aren't very good. It'll give me like some free, uh. Why? Not even like you get home, you're not like, hey, let's pop it in. You're just. Did you even think about it? And you were like, no. Was it the first no you went to that game? You get what I'm saying? Like, no, it it was not even that. It was just, I, I was very limited too. I didn't I didn't play much this week. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, when I when I did decide, I want there's like, oh, I should play something. Mm-hmm. MLB the show was there, but I was just like, mm, just, I'll, I'll, I started playing a little bit more of a judgment. Oh, nice. And, okay. Uh, I just played for like an hour, but it's yeah. it's. Still enjoying it. I like how like some is just like the Yakuza games where it's very serious, but then you do some like really silly shit. Yeah. Like uh, the other day, I I just played one mission because it just it, it took up a, a decent amount of my time. Hmm. Is uh, I had to kind of play as like a lawyer, kind of oh, and investigate okay. like who 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 ate somebody's cake. From the fridge <laughs> at work. That's all I had to do. I was like, that's so stupid, but it's, it was entertaining. It reminds me of an episode of Friends where someone ate uh, Ross's Pussy. leftover uh, Thanksgiving sandwich that uh, Monica made for him. And uh, it had, like, uh, all kinds of stuff, like turkey. And, Turn and that fucking shit off, sorry, bitch. Sorry. Um, turkey, some gravy and stuff. And it was, like, a, a big, giant sandwich. And he had had it for work. And someone ate it, and he got pissed off. So he ended up putting in a note for the next time he had another one, because this just said, I'll make you another sandwich with all the stuff. And so, but someone suggested, I forgot who suggested, to write like a a threatening letter. I think it was Phoebe uh, said to put a threatening letter in the sandwich uh, bag that he had so that no one ate his sandwich, but someone still ate his sandwich. So he got fucking pissed. And then his boss called him in and said like, hey, a lot of people are saying you're, you're crazy. They called him Crazy Geller. Because he fucking had that, like, threatening message. And he's like, oh, no, someone ate my sandwich. So I didn't want them to eat again because it wasn't their sandwich. And then, you know, the boss is like, I I think I happen to know what happened to that sandwich. He's like, you do? He's like, yeah, I, you know, I ate your sandwich. He's like, you, you, ate, you ate my sandwich? He's like, yeah. He's like, even though it was closed, my name and a note, you still ate my sandwich? And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, I just, it, 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 I forgot, I didn't know it could happen to anybody. And like Ross gets pissed and he like, he was started yelling and he's like, oh, there might be some more. There might be some more in the trash. And he's like, you threw, you threw away my sandwich. And he's just like, it was so big. And he got pissed and he got kind of a uh, put on leave for his work and he had to go to uh, therapy. So that sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was waiting to see for you to stop me. <laughs> no, I just let you keep talking. Okay. Uh, did anybody ever eat your lunch at work? <laughs> did you ever take lunch at work? No, I don't think anyone's ever eaten. Like, I, you know, I've heard stories of people get, like eating other people's food, and I it's go like, up, "What dude? the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember my last job. I I never took food. I took I would take my food, but I had like a little lunch uh, box that I like. I would just leave it in my car because I could have I, I put an ice pack in there, mm-hmm. and so I just want to so it won't go bad, <clears throat> and a thermos too, so to keep my hot food hot. Um, but some I remember before like people would eat the we had a fridge, 
people would eat the, other people's food, like employees' foods. And um, I remember some kid once, he just took a fucking a loaf of peanut butter. I'm sorry, a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter. Within like two hours, that shit was gone. Like the whole thing. I was like, wow, that's fuck, That's fucked up. I was like, like, why would, why, that's, that's, that just pisses me off when somebody does that shit, like, eat the whole fucking bread, there had yeah. been a couple of people that ate, but that's so fucked up that somebody would do that, but it reminded me of some time when, once, I was in that same break room, and some dude, I uh, was complaining about, yeah, somebody ate my lunch, and, like, I, they drink my soda, too, and then, so, I, so, it was me and two other dudes, and the guy, the guy was telling me, like, or telling us what he did, he goes, uh, yeah, one day, I just, I got mad. I, I got my sodas and I just fucking rubbed them on my balls, <laughs> like just fucking um, the skin of my balls and just rubbed the shit out of them on the on the lip of the of the, the uh-huh. cans and I put them back. Somebody drank them, and then the dude next to us, he was kind of had this disgusted look <laughs> in his face, and I was like, I bet you this motherfucker drank that soda. So it was just like it just made me think of like this fucking asshole. That's what you get, you fucking you, you asshole. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I fucking. Have a dirty ass day, fucking put that shit in my butthole. Yeah, <laughs> mud butt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it makes you think. Like, it makes me think. Like, you hear a lot of stories of someone ate my food. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people got caught eating someone else's food. I'm probably yeah, I not know. as much as someone ate my food. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. I think I remember one time at work, uh, this guy named Eric. Like he he had um. He's like, I fucking caught her eating my fucking Cheetos right there. Uh, that's one caught. Yeah, he got pissed. And she's just like, oh, they were just right there. He's like, I left to go get something. And she was, yeah, he, I was there in the break room when it happened. And I was like, oh, shit. Fuck you that know? bitch. Yeah. That was funny, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did this conversation come up? I don't know. You started with this fucking stupid ass show. Oh, uh, okay. Um... Oh yeah, I was playing uh, Judgment. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Somebody ate the cake. Somebody ate the cake, yeah, and I had to yeah. investigate who ate it. Mm. So I don't want to spoil it because it's really important in the story. Oh, no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was just I, I love the silliness of it, and then the, some how serious it could also be. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's how I played. Really, just a tiny bit of games here and there. Not not really too much. Yeah, like uh, like usual. But uh, it's, it's I mean it's cool that you bring up judgment because I'm hearing a lot of people bring judgment back up, mm-hmm. and like oh you know I've had this sitting for a while jump into it and like man I'm really enjoying this yeah and a lot of people are saying like man this is like might be my game of the year because it's like, really, really fun yeah. yeah and I've been wanting to like jump back into it but like all these games I have right now and I've actually beat a lot of games so far these past two months mm-hmm. where I'm just like oh shit I'm beating games you yeah because usually I'll, I'll get pretty far and then yeah. I just won't finish because then the next thing will come up yeah but uh. uh yeah, I want to jump back on. on yeah, it's really good. Like, uh, I mean, I just did a little tiny recap of like what was happening. I was like, oh shit, I now I remember. It's like, but that's what I love about like finding stuff on like yeah. walkthroughs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just look at the whatever like cinemas that I'm on, mm-hmm. whatever chapter I'm on. I'll watch that. I'm like, yes, that's right. That's what that's that's what happened. Now I, I I'm all caught up, and mm-hmm. then I just go start playing. But yeah, that's that's all I did. What about you, Jesse? So full. I didn't like this week. It didn't play much either, but there was one game that came out, and uh, even though I have, like I was saying, a lot on my plate, as in like games, I still have like my my pile of shame type of thing. Yeah. Um, when this game was coming out, I was like, I gotta get it. Like, I want to play this game. I like these uh, the people who've worked on previous game. 
uh, Indivisible was the game I picked up. Uh, it was done by Lab Zero, and hey, you know it's a it's a unique take on a turn-based RPG with a type of platforming, you know, uh, aesthetic to it as yeah. well. I streamed it, and you jumped on. You watched the streaming yeah. of it too. Um, I thought it was really pretty. Yeah, it looked nice. I also like the reason it caught my eye for years. Like for the past four years, this, when they had like it going, they had it funded. Um, you'd see like updates for it every so often. I was just more amazed of like, I wanted something like hand drawn animation. Because don't get me wrong, like we have a lot of 3D games, you know, coming out, and those are great. But sometimes when you see something that's fully animated, I I kind of like want to support it more but also i want to play something like that and i played through it even more after uh streaming it the past two days uh it's just really nice looking it's beautiful i like the combat uh the turn-based combat's pretty cool uh, i'm gonna try to explain it to the best ability i can uh, but you have each character is basically in your you know how you have your inputs on your playstation 4 controller so you have square triangle circle and x so when you gather characters, uh, each character is in a certain slot. So if you want to do certain moves, each character will have, you know, that X is their move. So it's like once you level up and kind of get strengths, uh, strength, uh, you'll get extra hits for your attacks. So it's mine's leveled up to three right now. So you just hit X. Standard X is attacks to do like your, your, your attacks, which are still the turn-based way of like taking turns but it fills up the meter to well when every individual hit fills up after you use them but then attacks can also be changed up by holding the directional button so if you hold back or, or down sometimes some characters will have like an attack up which will launch the the enemy up in the sky and then you can do other attacks where you can bring someone else with a triangle someone who set up in triangle there and then do another attack so you can combo attacks Certain characters, too, that you gather or find along the way can have healing abilities depending on certain attacks. So sometimes they could be more healers than they are attackers, but they'll still have attack abilities. So that's what's really cool because you can kind of mix that stuff up. And going through the game, you you do meet, so far I think I've made a total of like seven people. So you can start making your own party. And then, But when you're doing that, uh, if enemies are going to attack you, enemies will either attack single targets or group targets. So if it's a single target, all you have to do is just, oh, if it's going to attack the person who's set in triangle, you hold triangle down, they'll block, and you won't take any damage. There's going to be a meter that you can have filled up if you do perfect hits. Um, but when you hold the guard, it starts draining it. And once it's completely wasted drain, even if you're guarding, you, you're going to get hit. So, so it just kinda, minimizes damage. It minimizes damage, okay. but sometimes they say it's better to block at the moment they're going to hit. Because some oh, enemies okay. will run up, attack, and might do a jump animation, then hit you. And if you, like, you know, if you target, if you start blocking when they're starting their animation, this is time that's wasted and meter that you're losing. That mm, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then sometimes enemies will do, and it'll tell you, too, when they're going to completely hit everybody. And you can just guard with the L1 button. So it's a nice little take on combat. You know, some people don't really like the turn-based, like, attack, wait your turn, they attack, then wait your turn, then you attack. They're still waiting, but it's mixed up where you can kind of do things all together and then kind of plan it out. So you still have that turn-based, you know, strategy type of uh, uh, planning your attacks, but it's a bit faster. And you can kind of slow down time in a way. when, um, And if you fill up the meter... 
You can do certain specials for each character or revive people. So, and the main character, the uh, Ajna, she's uh, the voice acting, everything on it um, was really cool. Uh, even some of the platforming stuff. It's not crazy platforming stuff like Mario Brothers, but it's still, you know, once you're not in combat, you're going around the world and then jumping on platforms or, you know, kind of vaulting like back and forth, uh, which was fun. Like the the feel of. Uh, the controls and the combat like all that felt smooth you know it didn't feel stiff because sometimes not everything you play could be a nice kind of like platforming segment or, or like a platformer but it was really nice i liked it i liked it what do you think when you were watching it it looked cool i mean i i mean it's rpg i'm not really huge into them it looks interesting i got i don't know i just look it looked nice i, I only saw a little <laughs> bit i was like kind of watching on and off yeah I, I kind of I kind of understood like the the combat mm. system in it, but uh, I just like the mixture of like the platforming type stuff and then the turn based stuff. I, that that was that was cool. Yeah, not a lot of games do that. No, it's something. It's a nice take on 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 an RPG, you know. And I re- I'm really liking it, especially like everything from the voice acting to the. I mean, I can't praise the animation as much as I can. Like, I want it's like amazing. Yeah. And even stuff where you'll see something for a minute, and it's fully animated, or things are in the background, and it just looks really pretty, you know. And it could just be that second or that minute you see it, and then it's not there anymore. But it's like the time and the effort that's been put into that game. So, it's really cool. I I like it. I I like it a lot. It was it was really cool. I can't wait to continue playing. The art is it just the uh, the same girl that did what's her name? Um, okay, Mariel? I always Mariel? it's Mariel Cartwright. Yeah. yeah, I just remember like her from she did uh, the animation for Skullgirls too. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. character is it animation. the same people? She's the or? lead. Or, yeah, it's the same people who okay. did Skullgirls, and I think she's the animation director. Okay, on the, on this project. Yeah, so a lot of so it's it's really cool. Yeah, when I saw like because I follow her on Twitter too, and like a lot of her. Her drawings are like sexual girls with big titties <laughs> and stuff, and I was like, I was kind of surprised that they weren't that big in this game. Yeah, they're more like childlike. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> they're more childlike she, titties. No, <laughs> no, like the, the characters are more like childlike. Yeah, like yeah. they're 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 like younger looking. They're mm-hmm. not like all grown up. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool seeing that. Like, oh, she has different styles. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm really really digging Indivisible. It's cool. It was funny. Uh. My cousin Janice, she was watching me stream Indivisible, but she was watching it on her laptop. Mm-hmm. Like, she could, but she was doing like schoolwork, and she had texted me the next day, and she said, "Hey, uh, it was cool watching you stream the game Indivisible last night. I only got to play it on my laptop computer while I was doing homework. Uh, I rewatched it again today on my television. She's like, that game is beautiful. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's a great looking game. It's awesome." Yeah, I hope I hope uh, I hope that game blows up. It's really I don't know. I just like it a lot. I just don't. A lot of people are talking about it. It's like I want this to be more talked about. Yeah, this is how nice. This is how much I like it. Yeah, it, enough to like. Um, it's coming out for Switch, but it's coming out at a later date. There's no official date uh, for it, which is cool. You know, you want to spend more time to have it work on Switch. You know, you don't want to like not have it be performing at its its finest performance that it can. Like, I would like to play it on the Switch, too. Yeah. You know, like a second playthrough, but play through it on that one. But, yeah. No, that's what I've been playing is Indivisible. So, I've had fun with that. Well, 
We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Footage of an official Blizzard interview with a Hong Kong-based professional Hearthstone player has been taken offline after the player expressed support for the protest in Hong Kong. Enva Global first reported that Nguai Blitzchung expressed his support of protests while being interviewed by the official Taiwanese Hearthstone organization following his win against South Korean player Jang Don Hyun Jai on October 6th. During the interview, Chung wore a face mask on camera. It was referenced to the government issued ban on wearing face masks while protesting, something Hong Kong protesters have been doing to protect their identities. Chung's support of the Hong Kong protest was solidified later in the interview when he shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. The stream was quickly cut to commercial break and videos of the Grandmasters match are no longer available online. In a statement to Envy Global, NG says, As you know, there are serious protests in my country now. My call on stream was just another form of participation of the protest that I wish to grab more attention. It could cause me a lot of trouble, even my personal safety in real life. But I think it's my duty to say something about the issue. Hong Kong is currently in the midst of a public protest that began earlier this year when Hong Kong announced plans to enact laws that would allow China to extradite citizens from Hong Kong for judiciary reasons. Hong Kong citizens protest the laws, and while the city government has backed down from plans to enact them, the government has grown as calls for liberation intensifies. Their concerns over the Chung proclamation may lead to as the Chinese government is known to censor public criticism against its government and leadership. Following in the interview, Blizzard has announced that Nenguai Blitzchung was in violation of a 2019 Hearthstone Grandmasters official competition rules. Blizzard says it will remove Blitzchung from Grandmasters and he will not receive prize money for his performance in the Grandmasters Season 2. Furthermore, Blitzchung has been banned from Hearthstone Esports for 12 months. Starting on October 5th, 2019, both casters have also lost their contracts with Blizzard. According to Blizzard, Blitzchung's action during the interview violated rules section 6.1, which reads, Engaging in an act that a Blizzard sold discretion brings you into the public disrepute offends a portion of groups of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image result in removal of Grandmasters and reduction of the player's price total to zero, USD. In addition to other remedies which may be providing for us under the handbook of Blizzard website terms. Grandmasters is the highest tier of Hearthstone esports and we take tournament rules violations very seriously, Blizzard wrote in a blog post announcing Blitzchung's ban. We'd like to re-emphasize tournaments and players' conduct within the Hearthstone esports community from both players and talent. While we stand by one's right to express individual thoughts and opinions, players and other participants that elect to participate in our esports competition must abide by the official competition rules. 
Speaking to IGN, Chung says he doesn't regret what he said during the stream. I expected the decision by Blizzard. I think it's unfair, but I do respect their decision. I'm not regretful of what I said. Chung said, I shouldn't be afraid of these kinds of white terror. When asked what white terror meant, Chung clarified, it describes anonymous acts that create a climate of fear. Since Blizzard's decision to ban Blutch Chung for a year after proclaiming support for Hong Kong's liberation movement during an official stream, many online have criticized the company's decision. The Hearthstone subreddit is filled with accounts of fans expressing support for Chung and those who say they're quitting the game in solidarity. The Blizzard subreddit has even been locked down, presumably in response to the heated discussion that occurred within the community that subreddit is currently invite-only subreddit and is inaccessible for the time being. So a lot of stuff has happened since this, since this has, you know, the outspokenness that's happened. Like, even people, like, batting Blizzard, people, even people who've worked for Blizzard, have been working on Blizzard, have just, like, been really upset with their actions. I don't know. But it kind of sucks that they can't really just say say shit that they want. It's crazy that those uh, the broadcasters just got also got pretty much fired. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing when it comes down to it is a lot of people are mad because Blizzard is is allowing the money to speak. Yeah. You know. Well, that's, I mean, uh, like I'm not. They're sure. more important. It's more important money For than it money. is. Yeah. From China. Yeah, I mean, cause that's like, uh, like, uh, was it World of Warcraft? That's like huge in China, isn't it? A lot of their games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Blizzard, like, yeah, I just, I just know a lot of people are protesting Blizzard because, because of shit like that. They're, they're not really, they're not really standing up for, for, I guess, their, their people, and it, it makes it obvious that they're more out for money. They don't care about what, really, what people think about. Even that League of Legends is another esport. Like League of Legends is part of Riot and stuff. Their their players are asked not to discuss sensitive topics on air either. Yeah. So it's just more of like suppression of being able to speak, suppression of just taking being, away their freedom of speech. Taking, yeah, pretty much. And like for that, like it, what's crazy is like how much people are pissed about this and 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 rightfully so in my eyes because it's like a company cares more about money yeah. and they'd rather just get money instead of having to be like no i mean that's fine you know like allow them to speak yeah they're you know they're saying sorry it's well, just the same they, stuff with the basketball because yeah the the what's what i what i heard about this uh they they can easily just take away your product out of out of fucking china and completely like what I saw there, I think it was the general manager of the Houston Rockets or the owner maybe. He tweeted something in support of the protesters. Yeah. And then within fucking 24 hours, you couldn't find anything of the Houston Rockets in their websites, any any uh, like retail fucking uh-huh. websites, e-commerce sites. You couldn't find anything. You could type in Houston Rockets if you want to buy something like like a like a jersey from from the Houston Rockets uh-huh. and you could type in Houston Rockets jersey and all it would pop up was just like rockets like actual like toy rockets yeah they took it they took him out completely so like I'm pretty sure that some some of the companies are are scared to really back up the people that are are in support of the protesters because they're scared that they're gonna take away their fucking money pretty much they're yeah. gonna take away the people's ability to buy their product in China uh-huh. so I mean I I understand why they're scared, but it's also fucked up that you like that 
that people are that scared to lose that much money. It's just like, I mean, how much, how much money are you really gonna lose? I, mean, I understand China's fucking huge and they buy a lot of stuff, but I think if enough people start protesting or not, not protesting, but like allowing people to talk like that, like um, giving their people people their freedom of speech, I feel like if enough people support that, there's nothing that China's gonna be able to do after, like because. Because yeah, you're not gonna be able to sell fucking jerseys. Not gonna be able to sell, uh, uh, fucking anything really. Like the Blizzard's product. I I think China will take a bigger loss if people started supporting them more. Like that. Mm. That's just my guess. I really don't know shit about politics. I don't know shit about business. But it's just my feelings. If you know people speak up, they're they're gonna have to like, like give in really. I don't know, man. They really care about the money they get from China. China no, is I'm a saying, big, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're so scared that they're that if if they're the only ones speaking up for that, they're gonna be fucked. If, yeah. But if enough people speak up, then that's a, like it's gonna get the ball rolling. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you're right. No joke. This just happened right now. Wario sixty four tweeted this regarding last weekend's Hearthstone Grand Masters tournament. This is from Blizzard Entertainment. Hello, Blizzard community. I want to take a few minutes to talk about to all of you about the Hearthstone Grandmasters tournament this past weekend. On Monday, we made the decision to take the action against a player named Blitzchung and two shoutcasters after the player shared his views on what's happening on the Hong Kong on our official broadcast channel. At Blizzard, our vision is to bring the world together through epic entertainment, and we have core values that apply here. Think globally, lead responsibly, and importantly, every voice matters encouraging everybody to share their point of view. The action that we took over the weekend are causing people to question if we are still committed to these values. We absolutely are, and we will explain. Now, before I continue with what they wrote, someone who worked at Blizzard, because that's on one of their plaques, their statues outside their their building. Yeah. Uh, it's like on the, kind of like on the ground around it. They just covered it with paper. Because like what they, that saying... They're like, you don't stand by that. Yeah. So they covered it. Like someone who worked there covered it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So even even people who are working at Blizzard are just like, we don't like what, what you're doing. Yeah. All right, back to what they wrote. Our esports programs are expression of our vision and our values. Esports exists to create opportunities for players from around the world, from different cultures and from, in, from different backgrounds, to come together to compete and share their passion for the gaming. It's extremely important to us to protect these channels and the purpose they serve to bring the world together through epic entertainment, celebrate our players, and rebuild diverse and inclusive communities. As to how those values apply in this case, first, our official esports tournament broadcast was used as a platform for a winner of this event to share his views with the world. We interview competitors who are at the top of their craft to share how they feel. We want to experience that moment with them. Hearing their excitement is a powerful way to bring us together. Over the weekend, Blitzchung used his segment to make a statement about the situation in Hong Kong and violations of the rules we acknowledged and understood. And this is why we took action. Every voice matters and we strongly encourage everyone in our community to share their viewpoints in many places available to express themselves. However, the official broadcast needs to be about the tournament and to be a place where all are welcomed. In support of that, we want to keep the official channels focused on the game. Second, what is the role of the shoutcaster for the broadcast? We hire shoutcasters to amplify the excitement of the game, to elevate the watchability, and to help the esports viewing experience stay focused on the tournament and our amazing players. Third, were our actions based on the content of the message? Part of thinking globally, leading responsibly, and every voice matters is recognizing 
that we have players and fans in almost every country in the world. Our goal is to help players connect in the area of commonality, like their passion for our game, and create a sense of shared community. The specific views expressed by Blitz Chung were not a factor in the decision we made. I want to be clear, our relationship in China had no influence on our decision. We have these rules to keep the focus on the game and the tournament to benefit of a global audience, and that was only consideration in the action we took. If this had been opposing viewpoints delivered in the same divisive and deliberate way, we would have felt and acted the same. Okay, what could Blizzard have done better and where do we go from here? Over the past few days, many players, casters, esports fans, and employees have expressed concerns about how we determine the penalties. We've had a chance to pause, to listen to our community, and reflect on what we could have done better in hindsight. Our process was inadequate, and we reacted too quickly. We want to ensure that we maintain a safe and inclusive environment for all our players, that our rules and processes are clear, and all of this is a service of another important Blizzard value. Play nice, play fair. In the tournament itself, Blitzchung played fair. We now believe he should receive his prizings. He understands that for some, this is not about the prize. And perhaps for others, it is disrespectful to even discuss it. That is not our intention. Our playing fair also includes appropriate pre- and post-match conduct, especially when a player accepts recognition for winning in a broadcast. When we think about the suspension, six months for Blitzchung is more appropriate, after which time he can compete in the Hearthstone Pro Circuit again if he chooses. This is a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purposes of the event, disrupting or de derailing the broadcast. With regards to the casters, remember their purpose is to keep the event focused on the tournament. That didn't happen here, and we are setting their suspension to six months as well. Moving forward, we will continue to apply tournament rules to ensure our official broadcast remains focused on the game and are not a platform for divisive social or political views. One of our goals at Blizzard is to make sure that every player everywhere in the world, regardless of political views, religious beliefs, race, gender, or any consideration, always feels safe and welcome both competing and playing our games. At Blizzard, we are always listening and finding ways to improve. It's part of our culture. Thank you for your patience with us as we continue to learn. Sincerely, J. Allen Brack, President of the Blizzard Entertainment. So he's not getting a—he's not getting twelve months. He's getting six months, and so are the broadcasters. He's getting his prize money. Here's the thing: I'm gonna try to look at it another way. Okay? I get—I I think I understand. If I have to understand where they're coming from, if you're gonna be there, talk about the game, nothing yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause. What could this open up? You know, someone could be like, "Hey, man, you won Hearthstone. What, you know, how, how you feel? Like, what was your strategy on playing the game?" Hey, fucking too many SJWs are ruining my Marvel movies. Yeah. Fuck Marvel, DC rules. Ah, oh, bitches. Like, I get it. You know, like, you know, have it be about the game. Have it be about what you're doing. Don't just start sp spamming, you know, yelling random shit. Oh, my yeah. girlfriend cheated on me. Fuck her. <laughs> she could go to hell. Yeah. You know, my boyfriend, shh, he sucks. He could go to hell. You know, whatever. I get that part. But for them to kind of say it, this is not because of China, it's like. It is. It is, dude. Come, Come on. on. Come on, man. Yeah, I understand. Like, like the, it's like a common saying. Don't don't discuss religion or politics at, the, at a party or at a dinner, dinner table and stuff. But I don't know, man. I just think they're they're trying to they're trying to save themselves, but it's not really working. Yeah, it's not. People are not going to be happy about this. Let, actually, you know what? Let's see what the comments are. <laughs> I didn't even check that. But like, even like another thing too. It's 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 
I get it. Like, I'm trying to look at it another way. Like, yeah, if, if, okay, let's say Blizzard was cool with this and they're like, no, that's fine. People, let's, let's, let's live in a different world where Blizzard's like, all right, you know, they got to speak their mind. That's fine. You know how people are. Then, oh, hey, you won the Overwatch tournament. So what's up? It's like, vaccinations are lame. You know, <laughs> don't vaccinate the kids. They're going to die. You know what I mean? Like, you're killing kids. Build the wall. Build the wall. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. But at the same time, man, it's like, it's, it's about a protest. It's about you know freedom of speech and it's it's also about like hey what's going on and where i live my country you know like they feel this is a platform where they could speak you know it's kind of like anything if an actor has a platform to speak when they win an oscar yeah you know and sometimes they, can, they, they Marlon, even Marlon get, brando sent up a, uh, a native american girl talking about how the fucking terrible uh, native americans are being treated yeah and then she ended up being a playable model that's, that's oh funny. really <laughs> She was a Playboy model? She ended up being him. I'm Playboy. Wait, after. so she... Oh, after. after. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I'll cut that out. Yeah, even that, like, oh, hey, now it's only going to be six months. It's like, I was honestly, when I was reading it at first, I thought, oh, okay, they're going to say, you know what? We were wrong. They should speak their mind. They're, they're not banned. He gets his prize money. This, he got his prize money. But he's only he's banned for six months. You know, like... Ban it for other things. Like, if people do say it's like, oh, fuck this. I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of unfolds, especially for Blizzard or Activision Blizzard. You know, like, how all of this unfolds, what will happen in the coming weeks, maybe in the coming months, or if this is just the topic for now and then kind of blows over until something else happens. Yeah. You know? This is just going to make more people more active and more, you know, speaking their mind which is a good thing yeah you know it's you know i even think there was there was some uh god was it another another hearthstone another hearthstone players they lost but they ended up like post they ended up pulling up a sign that says uh ban blizzard like ban them boycott blizzard yeah and they got cut off wow yeah i don't think it was an official blizzard though like uh it wasn't like an official blizzard stream though Oh okay. I think it was a harsh another Hearthstone tournament just done by someone else. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it's man, it's interesting. Warner Brothers Interactive and IO Interactive are teaming up together once more to make a video game, but it seems that it won't star Agent 47. The publisher and developer working together on 2018's Hitman 2 after IO split from previous publisher Square Enix, the two companies have now announced a new console and PC game experience that seems to be separate from what they've previously created. While they're keeping tight-lipped on what exactly is in the works, we do know that IO Interactive 2 Studios in Copenhagen and Almo will be developing the game. IO Interactive CEO Hakan Abrak said in a press release that teams are currently staffing up to begin development in earnest. As we embark on an exciting project to create a new universe for IOI together with Warner Bros., we're currently looking for ambitious talent to join the team in our Cop Copenhagen and Alamo studio. An extraordinary journey, he wrote. The new universe is key since it suggested an entirely new IP is in the works. However, Warner Brothers didn't explicitly confirm in the new release whether a new experience means an entirely new IP or a new game in the Hitman series. We're very pleased to continue our relationship with the talent from an IQ Interactive, said David Hayded, president of Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. IO Interactive has a long-standing legacy of creating iconic games. We're looking forward to partnering on this next endeavor to bring a new console and PC gaming experience to players globally. Beto, 
What do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be another Hitman game, or do you think it's going to be a new IP, or do you think it's going to be an established property? I don't know. I could... Like, part of me wants to say, like, I, I would love a new IP, but also, like, I would want another uh, <laughs> Hitman. I'm kind of conflicted. I don't know why when I heard this, when I, when I heard about this, my first thought was, I don't know why. I was like, Batman. They're going to work on a Batman game. I don't know why. I can't. There isn't any clues. There isn't anything said. I don't know why when I heard Warner Brothers and the people who make Hitman, I thought <laughs> Batman. I don't know why. Or maybe it's like completely different, like a fucking Nightwing game. <gasps> or, or a Clayface game. <gasps> no, a fucking Deathstroke game. No. Is that, is that, is that like the, the Hitman guy? Is that Deathstroke? Deathstroke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, or, or the Joker, baby. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> uh, they're just going to recreate every scene from every Joker movie, TV show, and incorporate it into a game. Maybe we'll just have to wait and see when it happens. What if they just do something weird like an Animaniacs game? That'd be crazy. <laughs> the, and it goes, from the people who brought you Hitman, the critically acclaimed Hitman, <laughs> bring you... It's time for Animaniacs. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Um, but yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see what it is whenever they announce it. Doom Eternal has been delayed from its November release date. It will now launch March 20th, 2020. Bethesda has announced that it, it, it and ID Software have decided to delay the game in order to live up to their standards of speed and polish. The studio acknowledged that this may be disappointing to fans, but believes that Doom Eternal will be worth the extra weight. In addition to an altered release date, Bethesda and ID Software have announced that three other changes. Invasion mode, in which players take on the role of playing demons and invades another's game, will be released as a free update shortly after the new March 20th release date. Doom Eternal will also launch on Nintendo Switch, but not on the same day as the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Bethesda promises that a date will be announced in the future. Additionally, Doom 64 will be provided as a pre-order bonus for Doom Eternal on all platforms. Doom 64 will also be available to buy separately and will release on all platforms on March 20th, 2020. Now they always say uh, a delayed game is a good game, but a good game is a shit game. I forget how it goes. Anyway, hey, you know, like, yeah, November was going to be a somewhat busy month during the holidays. It being delayed, not bad at all. It gives the developers more time to work on the game. More time means a better polished game. I'm all for it. It's actually cool because it's like I wasn't going to get Doom because there was already so many games coming out. But now it's like, now Doom's back in the running. Yeah, I might be getting Doom. And now, <laughs> now like, Doom comes, if you pre-order, you get Doom 64? I'm going to get it. Because you get Doom 64, dude. But it's out March 20th, Bethel. That's the same day as uh, Animal Crossing? Yeah. So as a fan of Animal Crossing and Doom, how do these coalesce together? Uh, I'm not that big a fan of Doom, so I'll go fuck. No, I'm talking about both of them doing a type of like, hey, you can get Animal Crossing and Doom. It's an Animal Crossing crossover. Doom crossover, yeah. <sighs> nah, I was kidding. Uh, for sure going to get Animal Crossing. Yeah. I- I'm sorry, Doom. Animal Crossing won. But I'm still going to pre-order so I can get Doom 64. Doom 64. Doom 64. Wait, but March is also Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Final Fantasy. Doom 64, I think I mentioned it. Like, that got me sick. Oh, really? Doom yeah, because it was so fast. Yeah. And I would just move around and just like, I don't know, just like moving around. It just got me, gave me motion sickness. Yeah. And uh, growing up Catholic, I thought, because it was like kind of like, <laughs> there's like devils in the game. I was just like, oh man, the devil's possessing me or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Hey Beto. You know what's cool? Ice cubes. Action figures are cool. Statues are cool. Mm-hmm. You know what else is cool? What? Learning how to pose those action figures. Exactly. So, what are you getting to? The voice of 3PC News, Terry Smith, has an awesome YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's called Toys Will Be Toys. Exactly. And you know what, Bethel? Mm-hmm. Last week you asked, does, does Terry still do how to be a poser? He does. If you want to see Terry's videos of how to be a poser, you can go on the Sideshow Collectibles YouTube channel to watch Terry show you how to pose your statues, your nice hot toys. You want them to look amazing. You want them to look lifelike. Lifelike. You watch how to be a poser with Terry on the Sideshow Collectibles YouTube channel. Also, check out his channel, Toys Will Be Toys. He shows off some pristine statues, his collection, and hot toys. All that goodness. You love it. We love it. You love hearing Terry every week on our show being the 3PC News Voice. Go and support him. Subscribe to Toys Will Be Toys on YouTube. Give a thumbs up. Tell him we sent you. Also, don't forget, check out Sideshow Collectibles YouTube channel to check out how to be a poser shown to you. By Terry Smith. Get all the goodness. Bethel, you know what happened this week, right? What was the big news that happened this week? We didn't even know this was going to happen. It happens, and all I think was, okay, I might just talk about it on the show. What was it? Uh, the Breaking Bad movie? No, not the Breaking Bad El Camino movie. Uh, the PS5. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Sony has revealed PlayStation 5 is going to be called PlayStation 5. Revealed on the PlayStation blog, the console is, as you might have expected, is officially called the PlayStation 5. The blog also revealed that the console controller will feature two key new innovations. Haptic feedback replacing the traditional rumble and adaptive triggers. It will also feature USB-C charging, a higher capacity for battery, and is a little heavier than its predecessor, but still lighter than an Xbox One controller with batteries inside. Wired got more details from system architect Mark Cerny. Haptic feedback will come through highly programmable voice coil actuators located on the left and right grips of the controller. 
which offer more tactile responses than the DualShock 4 Romo motors currently can. Also, with an improved speaker, Wired reports that a modified version of Astrobot Rescue Mission offered realistic feeling for the surfaces the player's characters run across, with soggy mud and bouncy wooden bridges being communicated through the feeling of the controller. Wired also played a version of GT Sports that used haptic feedback, a major change from the PS4 version of the game which removes rumble altogether. Because it was too tiring, adaptive triggers can be programmed by developers to offer different levels of resistance with higher tension for the likes of pulling a bowstring than a machine gun trigger. What we already knew about the PlayStation 5 was the console will still play physical games, a solid state drive or an SSD will be standard on PlayStation 5, the PlayStation VR will be compatible with the PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 4, Sony used the PlayStation 4 title Marvel's Spider-Man to demo the console's faster loading capabilities for investors, the PlayStation 5 supports 3D audio and will have 8K TV support. Cerny also clarified to Wired that the previously reported ray tracing tech in PS5 is not on a software level but built into the GPU hardware. The PS5 will use a 100GB optical disc and optical drive that also plays 4K Blu-ray. Game installation from the disc is mandatory because of the difference in speed between the console's solid state drive and the disc drive. However, installations will now be more customizable, with Cerny saying players could choose just to install in multiplayer mode or allowing you to delete a campaign portion once you finished it to free up space for other games. The console's home screen will apparently also allow more flexibility for how players enter games. Players will seemingly be able to boot up a game straight into the multiplayer activity or specific single player's missions, even being told that rewards they'll get in-game for doing so. Mark Thrush of Bluepoint Games explains that the console is getting back to the intent of loading old cartridges games and reconfirming that his studio is working on a big new game after studio's remake of Shadow of the Colossus. So Beto, what, have, what do you think of this information that we have received, sir? Um, what's it called? Haptic feedback? Yes. That's interesting. Like uh, The first thing I thought of, because like, I read the specs, um, I just want I I'd, I'd like to see how that works because uh, it just made me think like how how it'd feel like when you're playing I'm I'll be the show the crack of the bat or catching the the ball and stuff. Yeah. I want to I want to see how like how how that would feel just just having that because it's gonna have two. Well, the DualShock Four only has like one motor on the left side, right? It no, I think two? it has both motors. It does okay, yeah. but either way, like it's it just I don't know, just more more interested in seeing how that how that's going to work out yeah and uh the uh it's pretty cool even though they already do it the being able to delete like a campaign or only only downloading multiplayer they already kind of started doing that but it's pretty cool that you get that you're starting to get that option now yeah just to save up space especially with like now you're always running out of space trying to fucking yeah download new games but that's pretty cool it's yeah it's interesting and when it comes to the haptic feedback that's something new because you know as time has gone on it's just kind of been like oh yeah you know you kind of forget rumbles there yeah and there'll be times where i'll be playing a game and i go did it rumble like did it did it rumble at a certain spot or is it rumbling and sometimes it's like it does or it doesn't yeah yeah i don't notice it that much either but on on mlb the show it, it uh like there's, if there's like a tense situation, like say it's say you got like the bases loaded and you're pitching, it'll it'll rumble like it's a heartbeat. Yeah, that's kind of that's pretty cool. 
I like that. I want to see how they would do do that kind of uh, feedback whenever um, there's like stressful situations in games. Yeah. Again, we already know it's the PlayStation Five. That's the official name. I mean, it's it's like now you can you can say like, oh well, I knew it was gonna be that because they've yeah. already called it PlayStation One, Two, Three, Four, Five. But there's always that uh, there's always that like they could change it. But why would they do that? I don't know. I feel like they won't. Like, uh, I, I'm just waiting for that stupid like. Uh, again, man, you can't you can't put anything past companies where we gotta change it up. And come on, look at how Xbox did it, where it was the Xbox One, then Xbox 360, or no, it's Xbox, Xbox 3, uh, 360, and then Xbox One. But then it's like not one. It's not the first one, but they're calling it one because it's all all in one, you know. And again, like yeah, it, it's. It's of course they're gonna call it PS5. What else would they call it? But there was always that thing I thought like, man, they could they could like just be dumb and call it something else, and everyone would just PlayStation B B. But you know that's cool. It kind of it kind of keeps it going, and that would be discussions I would have like with like friends and and like coworkers. They would think you think they're still gonna call it PS5, and, and you know again I would always feel like yeah they will you know because they kind of set themselves up to have a PS9. Remember that commercial where it was PS9 and they're holding yeah. an orb? And so that, that something like that. It better like, be an orb, dude. Right? It better be an orb. Oh, yeah. Imagine that day happens. Like, there's no orb. But actually, <laughs> with how things are going, like, it's all streamable. It's they'll probably, probably make it an orb. Maybe. You know? It's going to be in your head. Yeah, everything about it, like ray tracing, things like that, you know. After this news happened, a lot of people were saying, people, people were kind of, like, upset. They were like, why didn't they say this in State of Play? Like, State of Play was just a few weeks ago. Why wasn't this brought up in State of Play? Do you have a feeling why you think they would? They didn't put it on State of Play? Uh, that they might... Re- they either weren't ready or just might reveal it at a different time. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what it was. It would have been nice in a State of Play, but then yeah. that would have taken the focus off everything else, too, yeah. you know? Or maybe they just do another State of Play. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. That would be cool. Do a whole episode of that. 20 minutes. Now, um, um, you know, we already knew that it was going to be backwards compatible. We already knew that it's going to be backwards compatible with PlayStation Vita. Or not PlayStation Vita, the PlayStation what? VR. <laughs> PlayStation VR. Oh, you didn't catch that on time, dude. It would have been perfect. Um, but there was a patent that released this week uh, for an updated PlayStation VR. Their new PlayStation VR. Just a patent. Because Sony, you know, any company, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo... They always put out patents, and a lot of the times they put out patents so no one else can do them. Yeah. You know, it could be stuff. Yeah, that stuff that doesn't even they're not going to work on. Yeah. But I can see Sony still working on VR. It actually, I think it actually did really well for them. And what it looks like is this VR with a patent that was shown was it's not. It's going to be without a wire. Yeah. So it's wireless. That's cool. So Joe might actually want to chip in which you know what you okay i know like you and joe like give me shit for not letting you borrow you guys borrow it yeah, you never borrow even though it's a, a third mine <laughs> it's a third yours but here's the thing let's hit the record straight who was the fucking person that said hey won't we all chip in and buy this joe yeah and out of out of the one and we didn't even think about it dude we didn't care we didn't care to get it we didn't remember we were yeah. just like ah whatever we're not gonna you but know, since it was cheaper it. like put pitching it in i'm pitching yeah. in i would like, I was like sure. and then out of the person who came up with the idea was the one who least gave a shit. Because once he tried it, he was like, nah, I'm not about it. It's no for me. It's no for him. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they they might be doing a new updated one. So I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But I don't think I'll jump on it unless we go three ways again. 
But I, I don't think I'm, I want to jump on it this time. I'll wait because with this PlayStation VR, um, they kind of dropped the price over time, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, did the, the updated model and everything. But, you know, um, or maybe it'll change. Like, I'll actually, they'll actually have way more to show, way more, like, stuff. And they'll be like, oh, hell yeah, I want to get a PlayStation VR 2 or whatever they call it. Yeah. So, them announcing this coming out holiday 2020 how does that make you feel are you like excited for it new Very consoles horny. coming in <laughs> new consoles coming out you know what i always love when when consoles are going to be coming out uh people always going what the playstation 4 just came out yeah. it's like well playstation 4 came out 2013 yeah and when you tell that to people are like no it isn't i'm like you don't know who i am <laughs> like, bitch how, how about no uh, so I mean, yeah. it's always exciting when something new comes out, like uh, especially leading up to it, see what titles are going to be uh, available launch day. Uh, especially like the reveal of the, the actual console itself. I'm, I'm, it's pretty exciting seeing seeing the reveal of it. Yeah. And the hype leading up to it. Yeah, it's been seven years. It's not a, it's not a bad console life cycle. Yeah. Like, console life cycles used to be five. Yeah. So we got an extra two years out of it. How long was the PS3? PS3 and 360 no? were like. Eight years. Okay, so we're back. There was, at, there was a console generation where it was like shorter, right? PS2 maybe. Uh, console generations. Well, Xbox had a short one because they were kind of losing out. But uh, co- but before PS3 and 360, uh, usual console life cycles were five years. So this was 360 and PS3 were the longest. And that has that I know a lot of people said that had a lot to do with the recession too. Yeah, so, so I heard of that a lot. Yeah. But that's what made it crazy when PS4 and when well, Xbox One, but when PS4 came out, like how big it got, like how many people bought it, because people were craving a new console. Yeah. So I'm gonna be curious to see how this these two perform. Um, again, we've talked about it plenty of times here on the podcast, but we're gonna have Xbox Scarlet. That's not the official name, yeah. and the PlayStation Five. Now, there's a chance that we might have two really good consoles. Like, with how much Xbox One was not great this generation. And, and again, for all the people who love Xbox, who are like, well, bullshit, PlayStation sucks. It's like, man, they, they did really bad during PS3. Um, they're really, you know, them purchasing studios and everything for Xbox One. We might have a console that's amazing. We might yeah. have... And Xbox and PlayStation, two amazing consoles that are competing. So we might have a generation where it's like, dude, you're getting great games from from Xbox. You're getting great games from you know PlayStation. Or if history repeats itself, it's PlayStation's turn to fuck up again. Yeah. So we're just gonna have to wait and see. Now this is one thing I was thinking about. Do you think one of them will reveal more stuff at the Game Awards this December? Maybe this is how the console's gonna look. I kind of feel like the the I don't know. They could either. I want to say they. I kind of feel like they have to, but they really don't. Cause the Switch. Remember when the Switch got announced? It felt, felt like such a short time. Uh, it was January and it was coming out in March. And that that fucking yeah. So I mean, they could either do that or they could just get everybody excited for it, starting like how you said, like Game Awards. Well, okay. So if either one did it, is it a reveal of how the system looks or? just more information i mean if if playstation were, were to reveal 
more information i think it'll be kind of kind of shitty because you already kind of know what's yeah the, the specs so you'd have to i mean not you wouldn't have to but i would feel like it would be good to reveal what it looks like yeah i don't know like even if it, this early like a year before it comes out i mean what else are you gonna do i mean either you don't announce anything and then fucking what about a game this is running on ps5 that'd be cool I, I could see Xbox announcing their name. Console will probably get around E3. Since we're talking about it. How big do you think the hard drive is going to be? Like fucking 500 gigabytes. <laughs> Not even that big, dude. Dude, with these games, are going to be so big. They said like, it's going to be like 100, it's a 100 gigs, right? Drive. No, that's uh, it was 100 gigs on something else, the, the drive. No, the, each game is going to be about 100 gigs. I read oh, is that was it? Yeah. 90 yeah, yeah, to 100. Yeah. yeah. Because of the, the 4K. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck it. Better be more than a terabyte. Shit. But it's probably just going to be a terabyte. Here's the thing. And, and this is what I'm hoping for both consoles. If you're... Like, you know how... You know, consoles come out now are the... They have everything on the system. But I hope this doesn't come out and it's like, Hey, support for external hard drives are going to be in a later date. It's like no, this has it to should be right now. away, yeah. Because if it's going to be pack- backwards compatible with PS4, it doesn't mean you're not going to be able to install your games. So already, it's already going to be. It's look. <clears throat> my guess is two terabytes, and it's still not enough. Yeah, it's still not enough. So you're gonna want to buy an external hard drive, but then you're gonna need to buy an external SSD. You know. Which is more expensive. Yeah. So this is going to suck. And then you're going to... you know what? It's it's like, okay, cool thing about PlayStation 5 being backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 is that you're going to be able to, to, you know, play your PS4 games on a PS5. But if you don't have enough space, you're not going to want to install your games. So you're yeah. going to keep out your PS4. The point of backwards compatibility is, oh, okay, I can package away my PlayStation 4 yeah. and put it away or sell it or what have you. But if it's going to be like that and you don't have enough space, it's like, well, I want to play this PS4 game, but I don't have room to install it on my PS5. So I guess I'm just going to keep my PS4 out, even (laughs) though PS5 is backwards compatible. Then you're going to be like, hey, why do you have your PS4 out? Your PS5 is backwards compatible. It's like, yeah, but then I don't have to install this game. I don't have any more room. Yada, yada, yada. Everything goes to hell. Xbox wins. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Ghost of Tsushima is going to be a PS5 game. They might as well. That'd yeah. be a dope. That'd be a dope game to release on launch. Yeah, launch title. You know, and here's the thing: like, I don't want any, any. Oh, uh, Last of Us Two. Get the Last of Us Two PS5 version. You know, like, kind of like what they did with the Xbox One and the Xbox One X. Like, they did a patch to upscale it to 4K, make the graphics better, whatever. Like certain games, you know, not every game. Just let me do that. If I put a PS4 game, just don't make a remastered PS5 version of it. Just make that game run a little bit better if the the company wants to put the extra time into doing that. Yeah. I don't know cuz I'm I think I'm done with those remasters. Yeah. But anything else you want to talk about on the PS5? Anything that comes to mind? Are you excited for it? Oh yeah, always. Ooh, before we go, before we end the podcast. How much do you think this thing's gonna cost? Ten thousand dollars. And how much would you be willing to spend? Four hundred dollars. Oh, okay. How much uh, do you pro- want it to be? How much do you want it to be? And how much do you think it's gonna be? 
I want it to be 400. It's probably going to be like 500. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, do you think both consoles will cost the same? Whatever the amount is, do you think they'll both be the same price? Fuck, dude, that'd be dope. Because it'll make me... It'll be, I think that that would be a really good... I don't know. Like, I'm not sure about business, but in my head, it's a good strategy because you're just like, they're both the cost the same price. Yeah. They're both, they both got cool games. That's my that's that's what goes on in my head. They're both real cool games. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's a difference? It's like, let's say, let's say... Xbox comes out and says the Xbox Scarlet is five hundred bucks, and PlayStation comes out like we're for fifty. Do you think fifty dollars less is a huge factor? Hundred no. bucks less? Yes. Hundred yes. Fifty no. Okay, both consoles are five hundred bucks. Both consoles look amazing. You buy both. Do you just get a game for each? Uh, yeah, I would probably just get one game each. All right. You have to choose. I'm making this up. PS5, you, it's going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Persona 6. Persona 6, which they say hey, even if you didn't finish Persona 5, Bethel, it's, it's still a good game to jump in. Uh, and the best version of men. Wait, no, sorry, FIFA. No, no, MLB The Show. Best version. It looks it like ha- it would have to come game. out in March then, if that March or April. But this, this is like the best version. They were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna give it the best version <laughs> now." I know we're like late in the game. It's coming out fucking uh, holiday, but it's the best. But like you heard, it was good out of those three. <sighs> what about what you pick? You only. Uh, pick I would one. not pick uh, MLB the Show. No, why? Because the MLB the Show is gonna be the new one the next year. So within like four four months. Four months. Yeah, they're like, no, we're not gonna make one for this. Is so good, we we're, this is so good. Unless they just release can. the next game earlier, then yeah. You get a PS5 game now, but you get you can't play it till you get your PS5. What? Sorry, I don't know. So out of those three, right, movie you said no. Probably Persona Six. You would not get Ghost of Tsushima. I've already seen. Ghost of Tsushima what is like certain things on it Persona 6 is like completely new to me I don't know what's gonna happen (laughs) it's all new alright alright you got one for me or no (sighs) Final Fantasy 16 uh huh uh Madden and FIFA (laughs) honestly because the newer Final Fantasies have sucked nope (laughs) Uh, Men or FIFA, I would get. I'd probably get Men so I could play with you. All right, realistic though. Okay. A follow, follow up like whatever. Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, Honestly, if you put anything Final Fantasy yeah. new, okay. no. How about a new Dragon Quest? Okay. Uh, Uncharted. Okay. And a new Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's too easy. Sorry. <laughs> How about a new Yakuza? We would do that. Oh. Okay, so it was Yakuza. Uncharted. Um, Uncharted. Dragon Quest. And Dragon Quest. Ooh. I'd say no on Uncharted because I feel like they wrapped it up pretty nice. 
Dragon Quest. Yakuza. I'd have to go. Who's the main character in Yakuza? Not Kiryu. Okay, then Dragon Quest. But what if it was? What if it was um the the Majima? The Majima? Dog, the dog of what's it called? What's his name? The god dog of what? Uh, I forget. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I think I'd still go. I'd still go. Dragon Quest because I'm so behind on Yakuza games. So that's what edges it out. But yeah. Alright. PlayStation 5. Official. Can't wait for it. We'll talk more about it in the coming months. I think I, I know what we're going to do for a, a January uh, podcast episode. I'm excited. I'm excited. Next year it's going to be a crazy year when all the new stuff comes out. So We'll be here. We were not recording when PS4 and uh, Xbox One got released or announced. So it's going to be an interesting, interesting year. But yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week in Third Party Control Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at Podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at Third Party Control Podcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD controller thanks for listening i am your host jesse p.s libra with beto esparza and we may not be as good as everyone else but we kind of get the job done later Beto, you know what happened this week, right? What was the big news that happened this week? We didn't even know this was going to happen. It happens, and all I think was, okay, we might just talk about it on the show. What was it? Uh, Breaking Bad movie? No, not the Breaking Bad El Camino movie. Uh, the PS5. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nintendo just revealed their <laughs> PS5. <laughs> <Fucking dumb. laughs>